Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. And I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. I'm Dweeb. But there is a Dweeb. <laughs> and we're all here together. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what we're going to go over. I know, we're struggling a little bit today. Just a bit. Just in general this week. This week's been... It's been a week. Yeah, we should, yeah, let's do the the, the check-in, because I have a lot to say. All right, <laughs> weekly check-in time. It's time for a weekly recap, because that's all that plays in my head, like, all week long. It's ridiculous. I don't know why. You go first. Me first. I don't even know. Do we have to do two weeks? Since? Let's work backwards, shall we? Because I can okay. probably walk myself back, but, like, this whole week has been absolutely exhausting. Um... So yesterday wasn't good. I wound up calling out of work because <laughs> I spent the whole day either on the bathroom floor or in bed. And that was my whole day yesterday, which was lovely. And then I was grouchy and my husband went out and came back and I was like, don't bite his head off. It's not his fault. The whole time. <laughs> like, it's great. I lack that control. <laughs> oh, it, takes, it takes work, man. Cause my like m- instinct is like... You're putting too much strain on my brain right now. I need you to just shut up. <laughs> I love you, but go away. Healthy. Yeah. At right. least you communicate. <laughs> well, he tried to tell me that ADHD plays into spoons and that his ADHD medication is an endless supply of spoons. And I was like, that's no. not at all how that works. <laughs> and then he wanted to be belligerent. And I was like, go away. I can't talk to you. Be gone. <laughs> Be gone, thought. Be gone. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, Fuck that. What else happened this week? I saw my therapist, which was good. Were you in trouble? No, because we didn't get that far. Like, it was a lot of like, what's going on in your life right now? And I was like, a bunch of bullshit. Did you talk about the podcast? <clears throat> I did. He's very proud of us. Every medical professional, like, that's really cool. Yeah. What like, do they that's care? Awesome. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Just listen to <laughs> don't, us. Don't, don't ever watch it. Just know it exists, please. <laughs> he asked me what or it was if called. If you do watch it, don't tell me you did. Oh, God. Yeah, please don't. Don't give me, like, direct feedback on that. Jen keeps oh. sending it out to her family, and I hate it. <laughs> like, but I say naughty words. Should I stop telling you that I'm watching it? No, I like that you okay. watch it. You're on the okay list. So oh, busy. okay. Yeah. Good. The two people I make content for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what else? I had PT on Monday. And that was PT. Like, nothing super special. She was like, yeah, you have a really great range of movement. And I was like, I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. <laughs> I gained back my movement really fast. Mm-hmm. She was like, how far can you go back? Because you know how you do, like, the hip rockers? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can sit on my heels. And she was like, oh. Well... Okay, so let's take that one off. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no stretch that's happening. And we've had to, like, make all kinds of alterations because she'll put in, like, an exercise that's meant to, like, stretch something. And oh. I'm like, I don't feel a stretch. I it's already really, stretched. Exactly. I'm like, I have to get really creative to find a stretch. <laughs> no, you just got to find those muscles that don't exist anymore. Right, exactly. Those. And then this thing, still numb and still super stupid painful. Um, more so now. And then I'm worried I injured the knee. Because <laughs> it's like, the more it comes back to life, the more it hurts. I'm like, oh, great. Well, you just Wonderful. destroy it. Yeah. All my weight on concrete. So that might be your day. next thing to look at, huh? No. It's your knee. Oh, I know. My chiropractor the other day was like, 
so this will be your first summer without surgery, huh? And I was like, we'll see. And he was like, you'll see? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to convince them to go in for the abdominal adhesions. Oh, and I have an appointment on Tuesday to talk about that. Nice. So we'll decide whether we go. And I asked PT and PT was like, I have no idea. And I was like, all right, cool. That's all I needed to know. Because <laughs> now I can take it to someone else and go, PT doesn't know what to do. Yeah, that's the, the, the steps you have to follow. Exactly, because you got to play the game. Um, so I'm trying to convince them to go in there and just cut it. Just It's like scar tissue, right? Yeah. I'm like, just break it. I don't know. Go in there and pull <laughs> it apart. Fix it? Yeah. <laughs> just go in. Have you tried just going in there <laughs> and seeing what happens? That's exactly it. And medical professionals are like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You can just go in there. It's fine. It's always fun convincing surgeons to do surgery when they really want to, but they're Especially, worried about... Especially, yeah. Because like, they're like, like, no. They're like, well, you, I suggest you do the, the, the surgery. It's going to be hard. Like, no, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> yep. You're like, right now. I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> I fasted. I, I fasted already. <laughs> we can go. If you've got time, I've got time. <laughs> prep the or yeah so that's that's my next mission so yeah i think that was my week it's just been a really long really hard week (laughs) yes it's been like not a bad week necessarily like nothing super obnoxious happened but it was one of those weeks where i was like i don't want to get out of bed anymore ever again (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm gonna stay here for the rest of my life thank you I'm done with life now. So, I'm just done. I'm just that's, done. That's I've it. decided not to participate anymore. I was just saying that earlier. <laughs> like, I don't want to participate. My week was ad- adventurous. I didn't do much. I, I was sitting on the floor, and I blew out my back by sitting on the floor. So that was fun. A lot of fun. I don't know what happened. Either the disc bulged or... I pinched a nerve, Mm. but now it's swelling, so I feel it down both my legs constantly, like just traveling down, and that's been going on constantly since Tuesday, I think. It was Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I was playing, I was playing Magic with Sophie. Oh Oh, no, I was Jen. I'd already beaten Sophie, (laughs) so I was playing games with Jen, (laughs) and then I, I, it happened, I was like, Jen, I don't think I can go on, and then crawled into bed. (laughs) She had to help me get up, and... That was fun. Oh, like on that note, goodbye. And my collarbone slipped last night. Ooh. I was going to lay down and I did like a roll and it, went, it like came out, hit a nerve. I and really went hate back that. In. I really, really hate it. Like something about it makes me want to gag. Yeah. No. Like, it even was, when it it's happens, my eyes like, water. It hurts. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. And then I've just been dying too. Yep. The general malaise of eds (laughs) and higher concentration Mm -hmm. this week it's just been not a good one no but the problem is i've had energy to do things (laughs) but i'm not supposed to do things i'm supposed to be resting my back and i'm like but i could i could be productive no (laughs) don't do it it's a trap yeah no not so much so i haven't been doing much i still run around but i don't get in trouble for it because no one's watching. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I wait till no one's around. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sneak around. Yep. Bust the door into Sophie's room and point at her for no reason and then shut the door. 
Do the kids ever rat you out? Sophie does. Religiously. If she f sees me doing something wrong, she'll tell, like, as soon as she can. She'll sit on it all day, wait till Jen gets home, and then be like, Dad went up and down the stairs and fell. <sighs> yeah, but I didn't hurt myself. That's not what you said. <laughs> oh, Did you ever tell her I thought we were friends? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Somebody's grounded. <laughs> it's you, you little yeah. narc. <laughs> Just bully her ceaselessly. <laughs> for doing the right thing <laughs> hey it's school i gotta introduce some social interactions that are not so nice she's yeah. just gonna look at you and be like somebody's yeah, she, gotta be the bully whatever. she'll bully you right back though yeah and she'll bring up eds which is just so much fun i forgot it's because of your eds no it's because i didn't want breakfast okay i just wasn't hungry <laughs> yeah but because of your eds <laughs> Fair. Yep. So I mean that was my week mm -hmm. And the week before I don't remember But it wasn't as bad I don't remember either <laughs> I, don't. I don't know what all I had going and on And I didn't write it down so I don't know mm. Bad me Yeah I can't ever like Recap in my brain the Especially because we release these out of order sometimes Only and one so time Sometimes Sometimes Once <laughs> So I'm like, what was last week? What was this week? I'm very confused. No, to be fair, we did scrap all of last week, so. Yep. Well, in the meantime, let's learn a little bit about Dweeb. That's fair. What do you want to learn? Why are you here today? Because Chris asked me to. <laughs> She's a hostage. Um, because I'm mentally ill. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. You're not alone, though. No. It's just some good company. It sounds really bad when you say it that way, though. They had me on because I'm mentally ill. Oh, they exploited you? They asked me questions? They pointed out the things? They pointed out everything that's wrong with me. Oh, God. We made her cry, and then we sent her home. I don't know. It's okay. I have therapy after this. <laughs> oh, man. It was really good timing. Oh, my God. Yeah. What kind of mental illness? Do you have bipolar one? Um, no. Because I do. Oh, are we one, one nothing now? <laughs> well, now I don't want to play this game. <laughs> I mean, that's all I really have. That and PTSD. Um, I just, like, diagnosed I have depression and anxiety. Um. Me too. I might have ADHD. I, um, I talked to my therapist about it, like, last August. I was like... So, like, one of my friends was talking to me, I was telling him about something, and he's like, oh, that's, yeah, me too, that's the ADHD, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what ADHD? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you had ADHD. <laughs> so, like, we did an assessment, and she's like, I'm honestly not sure if it's ADHD or if it's, like, all the stress you've been having lately mixed with mm. your depression and your anxiety. So, like, since then... She's, like, been on the fence about it. Like, it could be ADHD, or it could just be everything else. <laughs> and, like, so the last time we met, she finally told me that I should get, like, evaluated. Yeah. So Hey, that could help. I filled out a big old questionnaire this week to try to get uh, an appointment for an evaluation. But they don't just do, at the place she referred me to, they don't just do ADHD. They do, like, everything. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. And I also had a friend this week try to, like, armchair diagnose me with autism. 
<laughs> so I'm if getting. If you want an armchair diagnosis, you yeah. could take it from a sped teacher. <laughs> but I've never recognized that. So, so um, uh, they're probably gonna assess me for that too, and some like learning disabilities, just everything. See it turns what's out you've there. been dyslexic this whole time. Not well, dyscalculia. Dyscalculia. Pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Dyscalculia. Probably so, that, if anything. They usually call it um, a specific learning disability with um, impact in mathematics. So they don't like, I don't know why this is, but they don't like to use dyscalculia and they don't like to use dyslexia when writing. Like, hmm. Did they yeah. like just describe it then? And then... <clears throat> yeah, it's very strange. We don't it's a specific it. learning disability, but you don't really state which one. Right. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. The rules we play by. No shit. So, really, we're diving into mental health this episode because May is still, um, as well as Ellers Danlos Awareness Month, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yep, yep. And I think all of us are impacted in one way or another. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many things. But they're all from the same things. I mean, I don't look know. at this list. <laughs> like thing. top that trauma. <laughs> Ready go. No, that would be horrible. See, you mentioned PTSD. Is it PTSD or CP? CPTSD. What's the difference? Yes. Complex please. PTSD is what I have, where it's not one trauma; it's like trauma along the way. Well, this is a tricky question. They, I haven't talked about childhood much. Oh, okay. So I've talked about the school shooting. Yeah. And that's what they're, what we've been working on and what we're going to do the EMDR for. Mm-hmm. But I it, do EMDR. See? <laughs> I did EMDR. Fancy. I really liked it. So yeah, that that's what'll be up next. And who knows? I mean, it could be complex. It yeah. could not be. Well, I mean, considering. <laughs> yeah. I had a very normal life. <laughs> What? I'm just like the rest of yous. Sure. If it helps you sleep at night. No, that's the sleep meds. I tried uh, melatonin again. Oh, God. That was a really bad decision. Nothing? Or did it put you to sleep? It didn't put me to sleep. It just made it impossible to wake up. (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, now you know. Yeah. I was like, this is awful. Uh, See, it's that thing I can't ever trust my body to like process it in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll save this until it's really inappropriate to use. <laughs> so if you want to use melatonin, you have to take it at like noon, right? And trust that you'll be and ready then for pray bed. Pray to bed God time. it doesn't go <laughs> that like, it right doesn't away. show up at like one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's like this is stupid. <laughs> I'm just never gonna sleep ever. It's fine. Yeah. That just kills me. It's the no sleep thing. Like, if anything affects my mental health, <laughs> like, that is sleep. it. <laughs> sleep. Yeah. And, like, that... the, like, just, I don't know. Like, is there a word for being sleep hungry? You call it, like, exhaustion. tired, but, or exhausted, but, but like, <laughs> like, like you know how you feel it in your gut? Sleep. You can yeah. feel it in your gut, and your body is, like, crying out just to be asleep. That's, yeah, that's where I've been at. So my mental health has not been great this week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, everything hits harder when you're tired. Mm -hmm. That's why I like to stay up for three or four days and then sleep for one day. That's the best way to go about it. 
No. Because <laughs> you feel just so happy the whole time. I know. You can just see the progressive. Day <laughs> it's it's, it's more like, day. like, you know, normal and then day two and then day three. And it just gets more erratic. <laughs> and then he cleaned everything. <laughs> and then laid on the floor and cried. That was me. Oh, that's what happened the other week. Yeah. I cleaned the entire house. Oh, yeah. And then I wanted to die. Yeah, I moved a room. Yeah. Those were things that, that happened. The, before. the yeah. next time you guys are feeling like this, feel free to come over and clean my whole house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll redo everything. Because I never have time or energy to clean. <laughs> That's See, it would make me so anxious for other people to clean my house, though. <laughs> I'd probably yeah. be really anxious, but at the end, when my house is clean, I'd be like, be like okay. it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just keep you busy with work. Make sure that well, you that's don't. that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it in secret. <laughs> well, Secretly, I work in the city. Like, I have house. one big room, so. There you go. It won't be a secret. You'll be right behind me. <laughs> no, we'll pretend to hang out and just slowly, like, kind of clean things up when you're not looking. I feel like folding like, my laundry behind me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So diving a little bit further into the mental health aspect, um, we know that with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, mental health challenges can be comorbid um, and that in and of itself can be considered a chronic illness or um, sorry my brain just like went out the window I had a very intrusive thought and then everything else was like what disability what (laughs) it could have been I don't know (laughs) it's a chronic pain chronic Oh, chronic illness. illness. There we go. Chronic illness um, and can also go into when we talk about spoons. Because mm. we've talked about how um, mental health can contribute to how you feel pain as well as how you're kind of experiencing the world around you um, and can really impact your energy levels. And so I think spoons is a good way to explain that for mental health as well. Yeah, that's good. Do you use spoons, Kaylee? Um for eating primarily um i don't usually think about it in terms of like mental health because i don't um i'd just always be at like such a low level of spoons it'd be like it's not worth keeping track (laughs) just a couple old rusted spoons in the back of the drawer yeah pretty much i think that's interesting though because like when we talk about spoons usually you like start off with 12 but i think you're right i think mental health can impact how many spoons you even get to start with yeah say you have self-limiting spoons (laughs) it's like i wake up in the morning and it's like i don't i already know today's gonna be awful so i don't even want to get up but i'd have to do it anyway yep Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that goes into that like burnout piece oh yeah despair piece that we kind of touched on earlier So when I think of, like, burnout as a whole, um, it's that point where you've, like, been so low for so long that you just can't coast anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I was there. I've been there. Post-back surgery was like that. Mm. That was a fun time. That was a combination of all the bullshit, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's... Yeah. There was... It was bad. There were no spoons. There was no nothing. Nope. Which means there was something. No nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. No nothing. We don't know what it was, but there was something. It was despair. 
Probably. Yeah. That's what's left. <laughs> <laughs> so what does burnout mean to you? Um, I don't know. I think I get a hit, like, a point where I just stop feeling things. <laughs> like, I don't feel sad or happy. I just don't feel. Mm-hmm. But, like, that. I think that's burnout for me. I haven't really thought about it. Like, where the autopilot takes over. And you're yeah. just living in autopilot. Yeah, just doing things because you have to do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think for me, when I get to that point, actually, that's when I reach back out to my therapist. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't feel my feelings anymore. Don't know what's going on, but I can't feel my feelings. <laughs> that's the sociopathy. <laughs> you right. <laughs> God, what other things am I? Let's see. Sociopath. <laughs> Um, She's not really a sociopath. No, not at all. She wishes she were one, though. That would be maybe nice. I don't know. I don't think it would be nice. It wouldn't they be wouldn't anything. know that it was yeah, nice. It yeah. just be... They would just be. You just are. Damn it. <laughs> How about you? Brother mine, what does burnout mean to you? It's pretty much the same thing. Except that... I'm restricted to bed typically. So like I get burned out, then I get depressed and then I get stuck in bed. Mm-hmm. Well, and I found that like a lot of my depression comes from a place of frustration. Mm. So like if I'm feeling out of control or if I am like frustrated with myself, if I feel powerless or cornered in any way, that's when the depression really sinks in for me. And that's when like I start to crumble. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think that that lack of control or lack of, like, feeling of control plays a really huge role in my depression and anxiety. Because these days, like, my anxiety is really well managed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's well managed or if it's just apathy now. (laughs) (laughs) It evolved. I don't know. I'm like, it's not worth being anxious because that takes more energy than I have to offer. (laughs) I find that my anxiety, like, comes and goes. Like, I could go months without feeling anxious about anything. And then, like, for no reason, like, nothing will have triggered it. It's just, like, all of a sudden, just a feeling of dread. Mm -hmm. Dread. Yeah, that's a good word for it. That, like, impending doom. That's the phase I'm in. Where I used to be, like, anxious every day. Mm -hmm. Like, multiple times I'd have, like, panic attacks and all sorts of fun. (laughs) But... It's been managed better, but it does, it'll be like weeks where it hits really hard for no reason. I yeah. always get asked, like, what triggered it? I'm like, I don't know. It's just I know. game. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I was, I was just. Nothing has changed in my life. <laughs> yeah. I was asleep and then now I'm not. <laughs> yeah. When my, when my anxiety does show itself, it's more like. That, like, oh, I had a deadline that I forgot about. Yeah. Or, like, (laughs) you forgot to do something really important. And usually, if I can't figure out what it is, then I just discard it. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Instead of dwelling on it. That's probably good. Well, and a lot of that comes from, like, that, like, inner communication piece where just talk, getting more used to talking to yourself. Yeah. In a more communicative way instead of a critical way. And that... (laughs) That takes a lot of work. Yeah, I'm a real <laughs> bastard to myself. <laughs> I used to be. And then I really 
for what hit home with me was that um i'm sure you both heard it where they talk about you wouldn't treat a friend oh yeah the way you treat yourself or treat yourself like you would treat a friend <laughs> no i'm not gonna I'm like, speak to myself for me. months at a time <laughs> like everybody deserves to be treated with like kindness and love except for me duh that's what your brain is wired to think yeah, yeah. well and God. i think for me it was that like I don't think I'd even treat a stranger the way I treat myself. No, oh, God, no. <laughs> so for me, it was more like um, really coming down to a level of like treating my brain like a small child. And that's where I was able to find some empathy because, you know, it's impossible. You can't empathize with yourself. It's really hard. Everything is critical and <laughs> like to, sharp edges. You so had I to had give to, yourself a persona that you could Right. I had to take for. it down to like a, okay, dumb, dumb. <laughs> so do you wouldn't say that to No, you wouldn't. But it's okay because it's would. me. <laughs> well. I talk to my children like that all the time. Okay. What about to somebody else's child? I'd slap a child. Okay, we won't. What would you, you take do? it back? I take it back. There's only one thing worse than a rapist. A child. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. In those moments, I had to like remember that <laughs> my brain is kind of broken. Yeah. It doesn't work so good. It's not really its fault. It, no. it still sucks. <laughs> it's still stupid. So, yeah, no, it, it turns more into that, like, playful abuse. I mean, I've gotten better about self-talk, but only when I remember to be good about it. Yeah, I haven't built that habit up. You have to up. train yourself. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I don't have time for training anyone, <laughs> not even myself. What I, what I did to start, like, training myself was speaking out loud to myself. I do that anyway. Yeah. So I talk to myself a lot anyway. And so breaking it down into that, like, two-person conversation was more helpful for me to be able to, like, recognize what I was saying to myself and then be able to catch it right after. So I'd be like, God damn it, why do you suck so much? And then turn around and be like, okay, that was unfair, I'm sorry. And then move on with my day. I would never apologize to myself. <laughs> ever. I think I've apologized to myself, like, once. I would be like... Oh, shit, I'm not supposed to talk that way to myself. <laughs> like, I'm getting in trouble more than I'm going to feel right. bad for. And, and then you're and like, apologize. look what you've done to me. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. those conversations out loud, and Jen just looks at me like I'm stupid. Or hits me, because I'm oh my God. bad-mouthing myself. <laughs> Did we talk about the one where my husband came in, and I was, like, in the middle of a full-blown conversation? Oh, yeah. About... <laughs> those are my favorite moments, because he'll walk in and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Shut up. Just sitting here talking to myself like a crazy person. That was the, well, not my good knee, but my oh, better yeah, knee. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. This is pretty good self-talk. It's just honest. See, it's more playful than anything. Yeah. Like, I can be annoyed and playful at the same time and kind of throw them in the same pot. And so I can express my frustration without being blatantly abusive. <laughs> can't be obvious you gotta hide the abuse yeah well and like taking it out of the context of like i hate when people are like well you should love yourself i don't think you have to love yourself i really <laughs> don't i think you have to happen. have respect yeah. for yourself and for the limits of your capabilities but i don't think that you have to have like self-love to be a well-rounded person <laughs> 
I think it being like acknowledging all of the flaws is different from beating the shit out of yourself for all of your flaws. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I think having self love is a trap. And it just sounds wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No one, no one wants to be like. I I love me. Really loving myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at self love. Just real terrible. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Have you had to do that before though work on your self talk? <clears throat> Kaylee? I'm probably supposed to, but I don't. <laughs> no, I mean but it hasn't been told to you that um, it's important. Not recently. I think my first therapist was all about that kind of stuff. Like retraining yourself. We did like um a lot of cbt like you catch yourself thinking a negative thought and then you have to break it down and be like okay but is this actually true what made you think this um i forget all the steps involved because i stopped doing it it's the why though game i like that game a lot where you have a thought or something and you go but why though (laughs) and then you follow the why though train until you get to like the root cause right (laughs) or you get annoyed with yourself and give up because that's happened too. You're all like, shut up, I don't care why. So you don't have to do that so much anymore? Well, with my new therapist, like, we started out trying to do CBT, but after, like, a couple months, she was like, I noticed you're never doing this. Like, so we're just going to stop because it's obviously not working if you don't do it. Right. And it's like, okay, good. <laughs> you get me. Um, that's that's pretty awesome. I've never I've never bullied a therapist out of a thing. I don't know if I'd say bullied. <laughs> you're like you should really try this, and you're like, I will. I never think it was actually that. like my idea too. Oh, okay. She's like, have you heard of CBT? And I'm like, oh yeah, I used to do it like with my old therapist, and I think it actually worked pretty well. And then like in subsequent sessions, I'd mention something, and she she'd be like, well, did you do like CBT for that? And I was like. No. <laughs> didn't think about it. And that was always my answer. I just didn't think about doing it. So it's yeah. like, if you don't do it, it doesn't work. Or lying about doing it. I don't lie to my therapist. Yeah, that would be just I do. the opposite of... I'm really bad. I think in my first... I lie to my PT, but not my therapist. I think in my first therapy session, like, with this therapist, like, I just, like, told her everything. <laughs> just like no secrets and she's like you're really good at therapy <laughs> like, I'm like yeah that's what everybody wants to hear their therapist approving of them <laughs> yeah no, i leave things out all the time just out of habit like oh no, I, don't, I don't talk about this like i tried to for the first like uh session i was really open that was her only chance she didn't get the info that one time <laughs> the door's closed that's it <laughs> You have all the information you need. It's like you go into that tube where they shoot the money and you have so much time to grab all the yeah. money you can. Like pick, pick the important ones. That's what that is. I don't know. With my therapist, we kind of... We had to break things down because there were so many things going on all at the same time. So I had like big major crises that were happening in my husband's family at the time. And then I had like all the trauma... And then I had being a runaway, and then I had all of these, like, different boxes of crud. Um, And so we went really heavy on, like, talking about my teenhood, I guess. 
was a big part of it. And then once we, because we kind of realized, and you know this because we're good at talk therapy. We go through it like nothing. Mm. Um, he was like, talk therapy is really not what you need. So let's try um, EMDR. And so we did EMDR for some childhood traumas. And that was really good. But then we stopped seeing each other. Can you explain EMDR? So with EMDR, it's the eye movement reprocessing and... Conditioning. Conditioning. No. There's no C. What are you... Stop it. <laughs> Stop Reprogramming it. Reprogramming and conditioning. Desensitization, There I we believe. go. No, it's conditioning. Desensitization and reprocessing. True, we go with conditioning. There we go. Desensitization and reprocessing. Yeah. Um, and so... I know there's, like, different ways that people do this. I do tapping. Okay. He had, like, these little, like, egg things that you hold that vibrate in your hand. Um, and you choose, like, the frequency and how, like, how tactile mm -hmm. it is, I guess. Um, and so that helps you to, like, focus on the back and forth. And so it triggers the rapid eye movement. And with EMDR, it's not a lot of talk therapy, which I really liked because I was like, first of all, I have a hard time like finding trauma because I'm so good at just logging it away. Like, oh, yeah, that happened, but you don't need it. Um, and so identifying, so essentially what you do is you go in and you identify a feeling or a trauma or whatever. You start with like a seed. Yeah. And so from there, what you're trying to do or what like the end goal is, is to desensitize your brain to it um so that you're not quite so reactive to that stimuli anymore um yeah so what is it like with the tapping um so like what she has me do is like across my arms and then do like um tapping mm -hmm. um and she'll like tell me if i need to like speed it up or like slow it down and then i just like tap for like 30 seconds and like think about the thing and like see where it takes me and then she checks in after 30 seconds and I tell her like this is what came up while I was doing that and she's mm -hmm. like okay now think about that and tap go back to tapping so it's just like 30 second intervals of like tapping and processing did she make you find like your happy space beforehand yes we did um we established like different coping mechanisms and stuff because EMDR can get pretty intense yep. So they want to have something that if you get into, like, a bad place, they can, like, pull Retreat. you back out of yeah. it. So, like, um, I actually, we did some work where we went and established, like, different aspects of my personality. Oh, really? So, like, I've got, like, the friend part of me and, like, the family part of me and, like, the creative part of me. And um, we went through and found, like, safe, happy places for all of those different parts because mm -hmm. some of them like deal with different like I don't know about maybe traumas mm -hmm. um and it's like well which part of your personality is like most like turned on by what we're talking about now and then I would like identify that and then go to the like the safe calm space for that part of my personality oh, that's interesting so like I have like a couple different ones and then I have like one that works really well and I go I use that one most of the time for anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Um, we didn't go quite that in depth at all. We did like identifying my like happy space and being able to go from one thing to the happy space and back again. Because, um, like you said, it gets really intense in places. Um, 
And then we used a lot of like the healing light or like picturing the shape and size of something Mm -hmm. or identifying like where that sits in your body, like where that trauma lives or that feeling lives. Something that we did with that is like containment. Mm -hmm. Um, was like you identify the feeling and where it is and then you like separate it and you pack it away in a box and put it away. And it's like, that's still there if I need it, but I don't need it right now. And that's like really good for just like separating out feelings and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think that was a big piece that we used too. Was like, do you need that? <laughs> like, what is the worst that happens if you let go of that? Um, so being able to like keep it as a part of you because it is, it is a part of you. It shaped you, um, but not having it be so like intangent with your personality. Yeah, that's super interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's exhausting. I'm supposed to do it. It's really worth it. Like, I really enjoyed doing it. Or not, like, enjoyed it. But (laughs) I liked it better than talk therapy. It was more productive than talk therapy. And it was more, um, I don't know, like, literally you're just retraining the pathways that are already there. And desensitizing things. So you're interrupting the pathways and you're teaching your brain that it doesn't have to be so reactive to those triggers. Yeah. Which is nice. Um... And it's interesting when it works because, like, I couldn't see mom or dad even on, like, the street without my heart rate shooting up through my chest. Yeah. Um, And now, like, it doesn't even... It's really cool. Yeah, it's so weird. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. That didn't have that same effect that it usually does. What was that? And so I would go back and, like, have those reports. And he's like, yeah, it's only going to keep getting better. (laughs) Like, that's incredible. Um, and then it's really about like, I don't know, the reprocessing is really important. So not only the desensitization, but being able to take that like event or that trauma or that feeling and process it in a way that helps your brain close that box, I guess. So like one of the ones we did was like, say everything that you wish you could have said to them. Um, another one was like sit down and talk with your younger self and tell her all the things that somebody should have told her and like apologize like it wasn't your fault and I'm sorry that happened and yeah someone should have been there for you through this and they weren't and that sucks Mm -hmm. but being able to like go back and apply all of that to the event um was really just incredible (laughs) and yeah it is exhausting you get done and you're like you need a nap I need a nap (laughs) I usually end up crying for, like, 45 minutes, and then I'm just like, I'm going to go lay down for the rest of the day. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It's exhausting. I'm so looking forward to it. It's, it's like hiking a mountain. It's yeah. insane. When we end those sessions, my therapist always asks, like, what are your plans for the rest of the day? Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, something restorative you can do? Go do like, self-care. Make sure you do something good for yourself today. Yeah. Because cool. it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would, like, assign me homework. He'd be like, you need to go get an ice cream. Go do that. And then read a book. <laughs> like, yep. okay. So, yeah. So, getting back into therapy will be interesting. I don't think we'll do EMDR because I don't have anything, like, specific, I guess. I just have, like... I'm having a hard time processing, the like, the pain piece. And, I don't know, I guess I'm wigging myself out. Because I know mm. we're going back to school full time next year, and oh. that makes me panicky a little bit. Um, because this year has been 
<laughs> like everyone's like the pandemic is horrible and i'm like this has been fantastic <laughs> sorry <laughs> i really like working from home two days a week um and having some like freedom and leeway so going back is gonna be hard yeah it'll be after summer though mm-hmm. so it won't be like going from winter to have some time to work up to it yeah yeah yep but it worries me no I... i'm like how long am i going to be able to keep doing this <laughs> before my body just breaks down and yeah, i can't at anymore? what point do we call it yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see i'm like how many things can i do to make it suck less which is why I'm like, can we open me up and like, go in there and mess with stuff and see if that helps? Yeah. So, yeah, it's been. We'll see. <laughs> but you're excited for EMDR? Mm, not really excited. Not after hearing that description. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm just not like, yay, I'm going to go find things. <laughs> I don't you, want to you find will. things. You the will finding. Find things. Yes. I don't want to. <laughs> it's the finding that you're like, holy cow. Yeah. But you find them and then you like deal with it. Yeah. Pack them up and be like, that was in here and now it's over there. I yeah. don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there are still things like I know we've talked about <laughs> when he's like, would it really be so bad if if they could care for you when oh, you're yeah. in pain? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, it would. It would be terrible, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, would it be so bad if you had a support system? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to depend on people. Except, I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate us for asking for help. Well, and then for me, it always feels like I don't need help. Like, right. if I ask for help, I'm being lazy. Like when you bring the copies inside and get all flipping about it. Shush your face. To be fair, I think she probably could have handled it. Yeah, but I still be nice. Yeah, you didn't have to rip my head off. Being nice. (laughs) Apparently, there is. (laughs) Did I rip your head off? Not you. (laughs) I don't think she did either. I I don't know. I I hadn't decided yet. Yeah. That's usually the case. (laughs) You're overreacting, Chris. (laughs) When you opened the door, I got chewed out for getting help from somebody. Oh yeah. No, see, I was just being a shit. Yeah. (laughs) Being (laughs) flippant. That's me. I'm so flippant. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that was a bad thing until someone told me I was flippant in like a really like negative connotation. God, you're so flippant. Yeah. Just like it's hard for people to take you seriously because you're just so flippant. Yep. And I was like, like but I do. don't want them to take me seriously. It's working. That's, That's exactly kind of what I'm point, going for. Actually. It's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. So I'm like, if I say I don't feel good and I take it seriously, people are like, do you need to go home? Are you okay? Like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm fine. I'm always fine. I am never not fine. We're good. We're good. We should, we should call it and revisit things so. next time. The next time. The next time. The next time. Like in 30 minutes. Yeah. We got to cool the room down because mm-hmm. it's getting too hot in here. And Kaylee has already taken off some of her clothes. I have. (laughs) (laughs) And there's not much more I can take off. (laughs) Yes, we have to cool it down. Yep. All right, on that note, I guess we'll see you next time. Maybe. If you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) If we make it.
It's 30 minutes from now. It's <laughs> a long time. Well, last time we said we were going to go straight out the window, so. That's true. Defenestration is still an option. And it wouldn't even hurt. Like, the blank would wrap around you. It's the first floor. Yeah. There's just a barbecue back there. I don't want to hit that, though. I'd have to, like, stand on the You're not the one getting jump. defenestrated. I thought we were going to take turns. Oh, well, but there's a window there. you were in this together. <laughs> We've turned on each other real quick. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I'm trying to find a segue into a topic, but I, I just can't find it. Well, we could talk about... Um, I want to go more in-depth. More in-depth? Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm shallow. <laughs> Same. <The> look, <laughs> like, she, she nodded way too quickly to that. Oh, no, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs>